What's up, fellas? Who are, you, who are you talking about? Who let you down there, Soak? I'm sorry. I just walked in when you were saying um, that. The sheriff. Yeah. Oh, really? He was at practice. Oh. Uh, when was that? Wednesday or yeah, whatever? Yeah, without the kids. Yeah. Usually he brings the kids like as kids an excuse to be there. They might have had school. Um, um, who knows? But he was out there, so I text him. Well, you the know, kids like, wouldn't have had school if they're in the Cherry Creek School District, my friend. Not well, to, I don't know where they go to not, school. Not to but, be a creeper. Yeah, but. but my kids started Wednesday. My kid did. Well, you're not in Cherry Creek. You're in I know. I know. Look, you guys um, got a bus down there in Douglas County. So, that's, <laughs> I, I drive my kid to school. <laughs> Rightfully uh, so. But I, uh, so I saw him out there. I was like, huh. You know? <laughs> He hasn't come on the show. Like, every training camp he comes on the show about once a year. So I thought uh-huh. that day might be the best day. Like, obviously, he's here. He's not busy yeah, right. doing commercials yeah. or, you know, whatever else he does. Yeah. And um, Podcast with Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, right. He maybe he could pop on our show for a little bit and just talk about what he saw. I mean, he's yeah. got some time for him, MPJ. We saw him talking to Greg Penner. <laughs> we did. And, yeah. And then, you know, you told me that he did that podcast with Michael Porter Jr. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> that and was so weird. That is very weird. And so I was like, hey. Well, you want to come on the show? It wasn't like, hey, I can't, or not next week, or in two days, yeah, or let's, let's schedule it for two weeks. Yeah, ghost, there's, zero, yeah. ghost, zero just response. Ghost. Yeah. He never, do, he never does that. I don't know what's going on. You know, on. you got to text him back as a follow up. Yeah. Just these letters. <laughs> KKFN, KKFN HD one one like that. That was good. All right, that was good. That was really good. You got to admit, you got to admit, of all of them, that That might have been the best one right there. That was really good. That was good. That was good. That was good. Uh, uh, Quick, 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 uh, before we we cut loose, because I know we both have to go today, Uh, give me one bold prediction for tonight uh, from a player, something you're expecting from a player that, I say bold, that lives within reason, um, and a final score prediction. Shalom McLaughlin has a 50-plus yard touchdown. Wow. Yep, he's got uh, that breakaway speed. Yeah. Uh, I got the Broncos winning this thing 23-13. to 13. Okay. Uh, I will say that Taylor Grimes leads the Broncos in receiving. <laughs> Four catches, 77 yards, nice. and a tug. Ooh. And uh, he's going to make this football team. And tonight's his first like kind of coming out party. And then this time next week, it'll be like, Draft day sleeper, like fantasy football sleeper. Someone grabbed Taylor Grimes. I got the final score of the Broncos beating the breaks. Off Arizona, oh. almost like that time where Von Miller guaranteed a victory in Arizona. Yeah, and said we're going to go down there, like right. up their button. You can put like it up that. there. It yeah. was his Super Bowl prediction yeah. uh, for the team that ultimately ended up with the number one overall pick. Uh, but I, there, I got a, su- I got a, I got a very uh, similar score. I'll go uh, thirty-one to thirteen. Domination okay. station. Yeah, these games get. Justin Adams is sitting in with us. He's he's here, fellas, with us from Channel What's Four. Up? What's up, hey, Justin? What's I, up? I just think that these fourth quarters get squirrely in these preseason games, and you got Danucci. Danucci's gonna he's gonna rise. He's got real game reps. Still, he's bringing up before like Danucci has started a game for the Dallas Cowboys yeah. playing the quarterback position in prime time. I, like, I just think it's gonna get you know like a weird 14, 17 point fourth quarter. Things are going to get away from the Cardinals. They're not going to care. I love the. I, I think. It's, I don't know about that. I think like, Broncos all day. I don't know. Like you know, they're not going to care because you you got the third string guys in right now. Well, the third stringers for the Cardinals. What yeah, what is that gonna, like? No, but I'm saying they might not be great, but they're going to care. I mean, oh, they're yeah. going to play their tails off. Is on the line. Their third stringers might be better than the Broncos' third stringers. Ooh, when you, you look think at so? depth, when you look at draft picks. Like Broncos, like Cliss brought up earlier, Broncos haven't had a ton of who, traffic. Who, that, that's your backup. Who's your fourth, the quarterback for the Cardinals in the fourth quarter? The David quarterback? Blau. 
Who's, who, who's also oh, played, like David Blatt. Who's played real yeah, games. I, I do yeah. like David. That's a good point. But I'm just saying, not just the quarterback. I'm talking about the players around him. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see. I, I don't know what the Cardinals' third string, but those guys know that um, they're fighting for their livelihood. You know, this might be it. This might be their last game. I guess so. I just believe in Danucci. Yeah, I know. Why are you words so... that have never been spoken before? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know what I like? I don't don't when you watch the same when you watch there, there, out there, he just slings the ball from all sorts of different arm yeah. angles. He doesn't really hesitate with his throws. Oh, he my just goodness. really. Well, I mean, you know, that's just what just, we've been watching with Danucci. I don't. I don't know. I'm not as high on Danucci as you are. <laughs> Who do you think's had a better camp, Danucci or Sidham? Uh they've both been underwhelming. To wow. Me. Uh, we yeah yeah both been underwhelming. Danucci hater. No, no, I'm just, no. I like him. I like him. It's not personal, but he's, he's not, you know, he's been on How many yards does uh, Russell Wilson throw for? Oh, that's a good one. Um, three series, I mean, like, who? 50. 50. 71. Oh, I was going to say a 73. Okay, Ooh, I had it about sixty-eight, but you all know, right. that's all kind of. I think they beat I was like the five of eight for like this first 68. half. I think this first half they put hands on Arizona. Yeah, I mean, I think it. Yeah, because Jonathan Gannon, the first again, first first time head coach coaching in his first ever preseason game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean Payton's done this for now seventeen years, um, and their starters they're they're going through like one by one. It's like this guy's going to play, this guy's not. He said case by case. So all the starters are playing for Denver. So th- this first quarter, if 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 we're not seeing like the Broncos have their way, I'll you know I'm not going to overreact, but it'd be a little bit. Uh, a little bit concerning. What battle besides, um, well, what battle are you most most interested in? Battle. Um, Can I give you a cho- couple choices? I mean, give me the Thrill in Manila. Elliot Fry versus Brett Maher. That's one. Are you more interested in that or Montreal, Washington, and uh, Taylor Grimes? Um, I'd say, uh, you know, honestly, um, I think it's actually, and people will probably disagree, it's more relevant who's the starting kicker. I th- th- This kicker oh, thing. Okay. This kicker thing. It, it's, I, I, I'm like seeing the future and it's like haunting that this is going to be a big time problem for the Denver Broncos. I have no idea how you can trust Mar after what he went through. I have no idea how you can trust. I don't I care trust how Elliot Fry more. I, I don't trust Elliot Fry. I think this was the craziest, most unnecessary decision in the off season. I still don't understand it. I don't get it. I, think I don't it was, know. I, think I thought was, they were trying to save money to go get Dalvin Cook. They weren't. No. Like, what no. was the purpose here? And you can restructure things and make these contracts do. You can make them do backflips. And McManus got picked up by Jacksonville in three seconds. McManus is going to be kicking in the playoffs again this year. You know, and the great thing about Brandon, whether you liked him or not, confidence is an important part about being a kicker. He could miss five in a row, and he'd be fine. Yep. His confidence level is through the roof, and I think that got him in a little dicey trouble as he was calling everybody out and having his antics on the sideline. But he was money from 40 to 50. I heard you guys talking like, what do you really want? You want money, extra point. You want money, 40 to 50. And you want above average 50 to 55. Yeah. And he was all of those things. All of those things. But he was also a lot of other things, too, that I think rubbed, rubbed Sean Payton the wrong way. Okay, but... I, but- I, I, think that, I think that the reason that Sean Payton did it was, and there's no way of knowing this unless he writes some book after the fact, but he had a larger... Brandon McManus had a larger footprint than is typical for a kicker, and he got to a point with his confidence, 
and tenureship. He's the longest tenured Bronco. We saw him freaking out on coaches on the sideline. We saw Vic Fangio go to shake his hand and him not even look at him when he did it. Um, we've seen him uh, uh, call things out in the media that he wanted an opportunity to kick it. They didn't give it to me. You also see him courtside at Nuggets games. You also see him dress up as an official. <laughs> He's also the player union rep and one of the more higher up there. So his voice, like, oh, yeah. and, and I think that Sean Payton was like, wait, our kicker is our leader? Like, hold on a second. I think I can send a message to the locker room and um, not create a, 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 a lot of blood on the football field and wake everyone up and move on from this guy. And I think it could come back to haunt this team. I totally agree. It just didn't seem necessary. I did. I, I don't understand it. Payne has alluded several times that the, the kicker may be somewhere else yeah. and they're competing against the two of them, but also the rest of the NFL. He said that actually multiple times. So, all right, that's somewhat of an interesting competition, I guess, you know, but I won't be surprised at all if they just bring somebody else in. Mar, I don't know how he gets away from what happened to him last year. I, I don't know how he mentally gets away from it. I don't know when it's going to creep up. That's the thing. There's no way. It's like a jack Impossible. in the box. It's a jack. You're never sure when it's bam. It's back. It's bang, 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 right? <laughs> yeah, like bang, week one, good. Week two, good. Week three, bang, no. Bang, bang, week four, bang, game's bang, on the line. Bam. Like, <laughs> there's Maher. Like, <laughs> missed again. <laughs> so. Well, and we did see in one practice, he missed one. He was doing good. He missed one, and then the next one, he really missed it. So, and how do you not just sort of have that in the back of your mind the whole year, and when's it going to pop up? So, really? And he has a much stronger leg than Elliot Fry. He does. So, I don't know, man. That That's that's a good one. Albert Oakenwebenam against the world. Yep. That's another matchup to, to see how that goes. Um, I don't think we're going to learn a lot about safety, but the Kareem Jackson situation is interesting. Still wouldn't surprise me if he was a vet cut, if Kareem was a vet cut. Wouldn't surprise me wouldn't at be all. be a stunner. No. But I, do, I, I don't think that's going to be the case because if Vance Joseph has a vote, he, Kareem Jackson will make this team. For sure. They were together in Houston for years. Kareem Jackson actually credits a part of his career to Vance. Um, and the, he, he was there when Vance first came here as well, I believe, 2018. Um, so I think he's going to stick around. But, it, again, it's the NFL. So to your point, I wouldn't be stunned. And then Russ has to do what tonight? Look competent, I think. I think, um, you know, get up to the line of scrimmage, um, you know, look competent. Uh, like, if we're, if we're seeing, like, a wide-open Adam Troutman sitting in the middle of the defense and there's going to be little still shots floating about Twitter and Russ can't see him or they try to have Russ operate from the pocket and it goes the way it did a year ago, it's going to be synced up with what we saw a year ago, synced up with what we saw the first 10 days of camp, and you'll get that real concern level creeping back in. So I'm just looking for competency. I would like – I will say this, actually – I'm, I'm not looking for I want the starting Broncos to score a touchdown. And I don't think that's asking for the world. Did you see the lock last night? I did. I watched that whole game. Three three drives, terrible. Fourth drive? Yep. Money. Yep. Magic. He Money. squeezed that one in. Dude. He did. Yeah, like, he damn. Did. Yeah. And he had the one kind of, uh, with uh, was it the tight end on the left side? He kind of just floated it right over the DB's head and just kind of dropped it in there. Took a couple series to get together. Yeah. But he well, 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 to his, to his um, defense, he hasn't played a, a football game in a year. How about that? One no, year. Not one snap nope. last year. Nope. Because wow. nope. of Gino. That's got to be really hard. So it took him a little bit, but it looked all right yep. after that. Like, I, I'm trying to put myself in, like, from a radio perspective. If I didn't get to do a show for a year, yeah. and then it's like, all right, you're back. Everyone's watching now. Go, go do your thing. <laughs> There'd be some real rust. There'd be some real rust. So <laughs> Last one for you. Um, nuggets. How cool is that? So cool, man. Suck it up, LeBron. 
And then, uh, and then we feel strongly that it's going to be that two thirty Christmas Day one. Oh, two thirty, not the nightcap. That's right. Like That'd be great. The game. That'd be fantastic. Not only Christmas. Well, that's the and rumor. That's Nuggets that's, Warriors. Yes, that's that's to. the rumor that's floating around out there. Hasn't been confirmed. But that's, just, I, I, I'll raise my hand and say I'll be a little bit surprised by that. It wouldn't shock me if they're in that ten thirty Eastern, eight thirty. Yeah. Mountain well, that's, I just assumed it would would be like the yeah. Dunk Fest game of last year. Against um, who did they play last Phoenix. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that was, was when awesome. Aaron Gordon oh, took off on old boy. Killed him. Yep. Dude, oh. that is the drunkest I've ever seen that collective crowd in my life for yeah. one one game. Be merry. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it was. I mean, it was awesome because it was just fire from start to finish, and then it went to overtime, and then mm-hmm. the dunk of the year. And I mean, you know, it was. It was amazing. Is it just me? But every time I look at that dunk, I'm just so happy that Aaron Gordon didn't tear his like ACL. Yeah, because I mean, the way he landed on that dunk was just Aaron his go- body was awkward. straight like a pencil. Yeah, like, it was straight like Kobe had one over Nash like 2006. Same way, his body is straight, and you're going over him. You're not like wrapping your body around him. Right. It's straight. No, I, I I feel you on that. All right, last one for you. How are your Buffalo our Buffalo Bills doing? Um, I've been pretty steadfast in saying, like, you're wearing you're wearing your Buffalo Bills shirt. Let me just say this, and thank you for announcing that on radio. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this. Once Week One rolls around, I'll be back on board. But that that football team, and like I was talking with uh, Justin about it. Yeah, uh, I think they missed their window. I think years from now, we'll look I, I back and say, when you were up in, in, in Arrowhead yeah, yeah. Uh, with 13 seconds yeah, left, that team, Cincinnati was going to have to come to Buffalo. That, mm-hmm. And that team just had that it factor at that time. And now they feel like a stale football team, if I'm just being real. No, I, I, I totally feel you. I totally feel you. But, um, but here we go, man. It's exciting to have a game tonight. Yeah. We love listening to you guys all afternoon. Fun. Justin Adams sitting around. We love it. So we'll be walking right up. It's a long walk. We're going for we're going for a super walk, super oh, long walk, oh, super <laughs> stroll, <laughs> super stroll all the way to the game. But we're we're here for it. This is the drive on the fan. This is how we do it. Getting you set for the Broncos preseason opener with the Cardinals tonight. Here's the drive. What's up? What's the little roll call here? What we got going on? Justin Adams. Oh, man. What's up, baby? Good to see you, brother. KJ? Yo, what's going on? Check it in. This is how we do. Some Derek Kisner, man. He's going to have the night of his life watching field goals and extra points tonight. <laughs> are you kidding me, man? Drew Spivak, what are you wearing today? What do you got? You got, you got a little Broncos flavor going on. All right, right on. Game day, yeah. Yeah, what do you do? Do you wear your game day stuff today? I mean, I guess so. I guess you should, right? I suppose. What's Kisner wearing? You got that LA? Let's ride, baby. Come on, man. Nothing gets thrown away in the Kissner closet. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what do you just burn that shirt, by the way? The Let's Ride shirt? Yes. Oh, I don't know, man. That's a that's a keeper. <laughs> that's a uh, that's an all timer. Is man. that like what uh, Troy Tulowitzki had his name spelled wrong? Ex- uh, who's got one of those collections? Oh my items? lord! One of my favorite shirts ever. It's hilarious. Yeah, the great story with that, they're doing a T-shirt giveaway for Tulowitzki. And granted, tricky name. But, you know, spell check maybe on the shirts that you're giving away. They open the box and they realize, oh, my God, that's misspelled. Oh, man, what are we going to (laughs) do? Open another box. Oh, my God. Are they all misspelled? They're all misspelled. Now, what you should clearly do, right? they should... 
join the land of, um, of, you know, world champion team that lost the Super Bowl in some country where nobody even understands what American football right, is. Right, right, should, right, right. should go in that direction. What do the Rockies do? They give them away. Oh, here you go. Oh. Just, <laughs> Rockies at their finest, man. We, we made them. We made them. Give them away. You get one. You get one. You get one. I just love this franchise, man. They're so bad. I know we're talking Broncos, obviously, man, but do you realize they're going to lose 100 games? Like, they're almost well, I guaranteed. I don't know. Don't, don't jinx them. Don't, don't jinx them. They, they haven't done it yet. Uh, well, uh, don't, you, you don't, don't make it not happen. I mean, 47 games left in the season. Yeah, 45 watching, and 70. I mean, wow, starting with Rockies here. But I was watching the game last night, yeah. and so uh, Ty Block was on the mound, and he, he went to Regis back in the day, Regis High School. Mm. And he's bounced around. He's in his 30s. But still, it's cool when guys from, from here, from Colorado, are, are playing. And the Rockies have had a couple, especially pitchers, over the past couple of years. And I'm sucked into the game. I'm watching it. I'm like, man, it's one nothing, and they already chased Kershaw. And I'm like, all right, okay, I'm watching, so I'm, I'm interested. He's pitching great, like two hits through six innings. Top of the seventh, Mac Muncy hits a bomb. It's one to one. They take him out. And I'm just like, oh, all right, Rocks, you know, let's see what you do. They walked in the winning run in the bottom of the eighth. Yeah. And then it's, you know, they lose. And it's just like, man, that's uh, that's just the way it goes yep. with the good old Rockies. Yeah, yeah. But man, that's 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 the extent of Rockies talk. I mean, what are we, <laughs> right? we don't need to go down any other what, path with that team right what, there. What man. are we even doing there? Right. God, you didn't watch the Rockies last night, did you, KJ? No, I wouldn't dare. You you avoided my time. Yeah, I'm done with the Rockies now. Totally so, done. Totally done, man. Who watched preseason football? I did. Anybody? I did. Yeah. Anybody yeah. watch the preseason football? CJ Stroud. Two for four? Come on, baby. 13 yards? Were you excited about that? Yeah. Well, I was excited to see CJ out there. <laughs> but it, it, just people have to understand, like, you think that, okay, this guy coached from Ohio State, number two overall pick. He's going to be great right out the gates. And it's like, no, no, no. Everybody's good at this level. Like, it's going to take him a while to be able to learn how to play at the NFL level. So I wasn't surprised at all. Not yeah. to mention rookies just don't succeed against Bill Belichick. Yeah, man. I mean, I think it's... It's virtually impossible to succeed. Right. Um, it was interesting. I, I, I might be the only one. I'll just check around the room real quick. Are Are y'all rooting for Drew Locke or not? Is anybody rooting for Drew Locke? Nope. You're not rooting for Drew at no, all. No. Like you're all. watching him and you don't feel any pangs of no. like way to go, Drew. No, not at all. No. Why should I? You don't either. No. Damn, Justin. No, I do. I'm not going to be that guy, man. I'm rooting for him. I'm, I'm rooting for him to be. A backup and being in the NFL for a while. Is he a starter? No, but it was good to see him fit one in in the back of the end zone. Like, it was good to see him get two touchdown passes, but then there's that interception as well. Well, let me check on this because I definitely root for Drew. Why don't you guys like Drew? Why, why don't you root for Drew? He always just rubbed me the wrong way. All, all the sideline dancing and just, you're not good enough to be doing that stuff, man. What are you doing? Like, no. That's it, the reason? It, 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 it drove me nuts. Wait, the sideline yes. dancing? Wait. And he's not any good. It's not good. So, so you have to be good to dance on the sideline? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. KJ? Uh, it's real simple for me, man. <laughs> Drew Locke was never – he's the type of quarterback he was never going to make it, all right? Because the truth of the matter is big arms and loose cannons, they don't make it in the NFL. So the truth of the matter is unless he was going to refine his game, which he hasn't shown the habit of doing, he wasn't going to make it. Did Drew Locke get a raw deal? Here? Yeah, no. Here with the Broncos. No, no. no. Because anytime you have a chance to step on the field is your opportunity. That's it. 
Like, anytime you get a chance, it's your chance. Like, he had his opportunity the last year he was here. Okay. The last year he was here, Teddy Bridgewater gets hurt, you're in, you're step in. How many times have we seen quarterbacks or just other players from other leagues, doesn't matter, when somebody gets hurt, they step in, and then they never leave? I just thought with Fangio, it was Fangio never liked him. He didn't care. He didn't know it was Drew Locke's birthday the same day as it was Teddy Bridgewater's birthday. It never listen. If Drew was gonna fail, the way that season should have gone, and maybe it would have been a total disaster, anyways. Okay, start Drew, let it fall apart, bring in Teddy, and you know whatever. But it was just such a well. Listen, it was a it, it was a plan because they couldn't get Aaron Rodgers. There it is. You know, I right. mean, and and you're just trying to. I don't know what they were trying to do. I mean, it was it was a mess from the get. No, 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 no. You just said it. You don't know what they were trying to do. Like that's been the Broncos for how long? They had no idea what they were trying to do. I'm trying to figure. That's a good question. Like, what was when was the last time the Broncos had a significant like? This is a cement plan. 2014. That's the last time they had a cement plan, because even going in 2015, there was talks about trying to trade Peyton. Manning didn't want him around for one reason or another. Then he had to take a pay cut in order to come back. And then in 16, you were supposed to have Brock Osweiler, but then he leaves. So now you have to go with Trevor Simeon. Mm -hmm. But then the following year, here comes Trevor Simeon back again. But then you say, okay, well, we need some competition. So that's where you try to bring in, um, what is it, Paxton Lynch. And then from there, it's like, what are we doing now? Case Keenum, we tried that, see how that worked out. Didn't work out too well. Well, let's do Teddy Bridgewater. How does that work? Didn't work out too okay, well. Okay, so it's right just, now. It's is, just a it, team that has no idea what right, they're doing. Fair enough. Is is Are they executing a plan right now? Yes. Yes. And, and that's what? <laughs> but I hope this works. It's the hope and pray well, plan, I mean, man. What's, what's, what's the plan? <laughs> well, the plan is this, is that if Russ doesn't work out, yeah. You bring in Stidham, and then you got to <laughs> go get somebody else. What kind of plan is that? That's, that's the plan that this team has laid out. You said submit. I'm just telling you, man. It could be a little quicksand in there. I didn't say to submit Harden yet. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure they have a plan yet either. Uh, I, I don't know. I think they're trying. But here's why. Here's why. Because they're not doing things in a in a logical form. You you wouldn't bring. I mean, they're they're doing everything sort of backwards because they have to. Mm-hmm. They've brought in a quarterback, and now they're bringing in a coach. And they bring in a coach that has more power than the GM who hired him. And then you have an owner who's, who seems like a great guy and all, but he's just getting his feet wet because he doesn't know really what's what. It's like, where's the logical plan? It, it's, it's, it's like taking, you know, six different puzzles and just throwing all the pieces on the floor. And I don't know, maybe this puzzle piece will fit with that puzzle piece. But in the end, it's just a jumbled mess. It's we not... want to compete, and we want to win. Well, I appreciate it, Greg. I, I, I think those two things are, are fair. But, I mean, aren't plans supposed to be one thing after another and logically fall from one thing down? I mean, where is this coming from? You throw some <laughs> dirt at the wall, see what sticks. So you just throw something around and see what happens. Well, I just think that's how they've been operating here for the past few years. That being said, uh, there's a game tonight, mm-hmm. which is exciting. So we'll go through it. We'll go through, you know, what, what to expect and, and how you're feeling about it. I mean, I'm not trying to rain on anybody's parade. I'm, a, I'm up for it. I'm up for football. Here we are, right? Let's get excited. Let's get fired up for football tonight. We'll get all excited. Then halfway through the second quarter, we'll realize, well, this kind of stinks. 
But 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 hey, it's football. Let's get ready for football it. Football is back right here on Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Let's get football it started. tonight. Justin Let's Adams from Channel Four. It's good to see you, Justin. Everybody Let's see you as well, D Mac. Pleasure being on. KJ, we good to ready to roll for uh, football tonight. Hey, let's do it, man. I'm looking forward to the Broncos uh, giving us a reason not to come in here and hurt him on Monday. <laughs> I'm looking at uh, Drew Locke's numbers, man. 17 to 24 for a buck 91, two touchdowns and a pick. <laughs> you know, so so some some preseason numbers. I don't know. I, I, are those not good numbers for a preseason game? Seventeen to twenty-four for a buck ninety-one and a couple of uh, tutties. Hey, sure, you know, Damn, man. And, you know, if we were talking about a second-year quarterback, um, before a guy who's been in the league this long, man, I expect more out of him. Expect more than seventeen out of twenty-four for one ninety-one touchdowns. Dude, second and third stringers, man. I, I'm expecting twenty-two or twenty-four, two ninety-six. Uh, on the uh, Ramoslaw.com text line, Drew Locke got a horrible raw deal in Denver. Terrible coaching, different coordinator every single season, no identity. Vic hated him for whatever reason. I, I know why Vic hated him. Even even when he beat Teddy out, the fix was in. He had his faults too, but I definitely root for him. I don't know if I've met a nicer guy in all my years of covering the NFL than Teddy Bridgewater. Right, right, right. right. I mean, that dude was so cool, so supportive, such a great teammate. I don't know. I cannot. You can't picture a better backup quarterback with real NFL experience than Teddy Bridgewater. Anybody would be lucky to have this guy. Mm -hmm. Vic just hated Drew because look at Vic. I mean, you know, Vic Vic had the... (laughs) Vic was not exactly Mr. Personality, you know, and Drew had a little, but Drew wasn't like a bad guy. Drew, Drew, you know, was a hard worker. Of course, Drew was part of one of the worst moments in Broncos history, though, and that's during COVID with all the bracelets and smashing them and hiding them and doing all that stupid crap, and it did lead to the most embarrassing moment in Denver Broncos history which was playing against the Saints without a quarterback. Where Philip Lindsay was your starting quarterback. Technically, he was. Mm-hmm. They have quirky rules. Whoever takes the first snap is your starter. Kendall Hinton played most of the game as quarterback, and his gloves are retired in Cooperstown. That is actually true. That's There's, not bad. No, it's embarrassing. It, it was no. It was like the, the reason his gloves are in there isn't because what an amazing game by Kendall Hinton. It was like this was the game that was played with no quarterback, and there's Kendall Hinton's gloves. It's not boldly displayed. We had to search around for it in Canton. Right. Do, do you understand, like, how bad things have been? Like, that's, that's, that's the kind of the reality of everything, is just how bad things have been for the last seven years. Drew didn't start getting actual coaching until last year, so essentially this is the second year, okay? No, I disagree with that. And he had a fumble, and he had an interception, and all right, all that sort of stuff. Um, all the hours you spent talking into that microphone, trying to convince the world that it was a great idea to get Russell Wilson... And that's a great idea to pay him before he ever takes a snap because you're committed because of your own ranking system. I'm not exactly sure what that means. But, hey, you got Russ now. It's been a good training camp lately for Russ. Mm-hmm. How will it translate tonight? All I want to do is see six of eight for, I said 50 yards earlier. If I could see a six for eight, 55, 60, one touchdown, great. 
I just want to see him know. I think if you had that, would be unbelievable. It would be awesome. I just want to see him <laughs> step back with the football, go through his progressions, and throw the ball on time. And maybe one or two times he makes something happens with his feet. That's it. That's all I want to see. Because last year, we had a guy who was stumbling all over himself against the Texans, fell on his face, overthrowing guys. And I get it. We could talk about, you know, the head coach and how bad it was last year. A lot of this has to do with Russ, too. Like, Russ didn't make it any better out there. So I just want to see him competent. I just want to see a good Are you good a Russ fan? I am. I am a Russ fan. But <laughs> I'm a fan of greatness and a fan of somebody actually playing the position well. Why are you a Russ fan? I just, you know, I just love the way that he's able to go and make plays with his feet and just make things happen off schedule. I really, really like that. And he's still the type of guy who can make things happen in the pocket, too. But when he's throwing the ball on time. When he's throwing the ball, knows what exactly what he's doing with his progressions. So that's what I really like about him. I know the whole positivity and all that. All that's cool, fine, and dandy. But I love just that extra added element that he brings to the team. Okay. Um, he didn't bring any of that last year. Yeah, that's true. I'm trying I mean, to that's say. What I'm saying. He, just, he just didn't. The only time really that he brought it was the final drive against the 49ers. If you think about it, I mean, he was totally in his element. I mean, you had, you know. Final drive against the 49ers in game three? Game of, three. Game three? Game three. Melvin Gordon fumbling the ball all over the place. Uh-huh. And somehow you still were able to go and score and win that game. Okay. But he, I mean, the best you're, play you're I thought going, he had. You're going back a little bit. I am. We're going to game three. Well, because the rest of the season was bad. Yeah. Like, everything was bad. But the best play to me that he had all year was he rolled out to his left, saw Kendall hitting, and was able to hit him, like, on a dime 20 yards down the field. Like, that to me is, I was like, okay, this is Russ. Like, this is what he does. All right. Then where did it go the rest of the year? Well, I mean, when you're fat, you kind of can't play the position. Wow. I mean, let's call it what it is. I mean, wow. it looked like he had a BBL last year. He looked terrible wow. out there, man. I mean, am I lying? I mean, my man was chubby. You can't be chubby and try to run around. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. A little too honest. I'm like, I have a four-year-old son at home, okay? Okay. All right. He's starting to run. Uh-huh. Picked up about 10 pounds a little bit, okay? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I did. I picked up 10 pounds. You not picked him. up, not the 4 Not, not the 4 Not the 4 I did. He's growing. He's a, he's a big growing boy, by the way. Uh-huh. So now he's running around and everything. So you're talking about yourself now. Me. You picked up 10 pounds. Yeah, I picked up 10 pounds. Okay. I used to be the guy who's able to go and just quickly run, get my son, ah, raise him in the air, we're yeah, cool, right? Yeah, and now what? Now I can't do that. <laughs> now it's like we run around a little bit, he's son. Got you, he's got your beat? Yeah, son, hey, can you, can you slow down a little bit? Let me go catch my breath. And then I'll come and get him again, okay? <laughs> We're struggling a little bit here, all right? Are you in your 70s? What, Dude, what, what, third, somebody did tell me late 30s were this bad, man. Late 30s? Oh, my God. Well, I got the Rocky Mountain Men's Clinic. We can help you out. Please. I'll, I'll take it yesterday, man. So, so what are you saying? I'm saying this is that you cannot be chubby and trying to go run around and do what you're supposed to do like Russ is known to do, what mm-hmm. Russ has made his name off of. So now that you lose some weight, you mm-hmm. finally get yourself in better shape. Mm-hmm. You're now going to be able to run around. And, oh, by the way, mm-hmm. you have a coach who is not too, who is going to put you in the best position to succeed. He's going to help you with your progressions to be able to succeed. Well, That's give, what I want to say. I'll give you that. I can't speak for you. you got to tell me where you're at with uh, chasing your four-year-old. What would you do with those, <laughs> what'd you do with those 10 pounds? <laughs> Still on, man. Still, still got him? <laughs> I'm trying to lose him, man. We're carrying it like Louie with Dion. Dude, it's so hard, man. Okay. All right. So it's a work in progress. Yeah, but yeah like they said, you know, you got to diet right and everything. So, you know, I'm dieting to get on this diet plan. And then ever so often it's like, Oh, you know, I'll just have like a burger or whatever, and I'll just be fine. It's just one, right? Everybody needs a cheat day. Dude, put like five pounds with like one burger. I'm like, what the heck is going on, man? 
What's on the burger? Oh, <laughs> everything. Uh, everything. Yeah, we're not going to sell you short. Well, Russ, Russ did get himself in great shape. Right. So, all right, I wonder what. Uh, I don't really need to see that tonight, though. Do you? Do you need to see Russ running around tonight? Not all the time. But can you give me one? Just give me one to let me know that you still have that in your game. Okay. I don't Because this is what I don't want. I don't want him to go into this game where it's like you must stay in the pocket. If you have a chance to make a play happen, make a play happen with your feet. Mm. That's a part of your game. Like, if that's a part of who you are, bring your whole self to this game. I am getting more excited as the game's creeping See, up closer and closer. No, nah, no, nah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm, I'm... Every day that goes by, I'm a, a bigger Sean Payton fan, mm-hmm. despite, you know, the restrictions to the media. And I, I really, it might sound weird coming from me, I really don't care about any of that. He can do whatever he wants. It's up to him how he wants the, the, the team to be portrayed to the public. I've said a, a bunch of times, this ticketing system that I thought was going to be terrible has been amazing. Mm-hmm. It's been incredible. It, it, it created a, a sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. And it is the right amount of people to be out there on that hill. You don't, you can't have it wall to wall. You can't have seven thousand people. It is too much. It is just that it's filled, but there's enough space just to sort of get around. Three thousand or so people is absolutely perfect, and that hill has been filled up uh, every single practice. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens next week because almost all the schools. We'll be back in action uh, starting on Monday. So, but they only have three, three days left of open practices for the public. Right. That's it. Right. So, you know, man, I think it's been a, a pretty good camp because things have progressively been getting better. There's more positive things, and I think this is a actually, I can't even think of a better opponent to start off preseason against on the Cardinals. They are a disaster. They're terrible. There's only one thing that might upset the apple cart. There's one intangible that might be a bad thing tonight. I'll tell you exactly what that is coming up next. Getting you set for the Broncos preseason opener with the Cardinals tonight. Here's the drive. Yeah, Spider-Man and Freezing full effect. I'm ready. I'm ready, Slick. Are you? Oh, yeah. Girl, I must. Justin Adams was doing uh, jumping jacks and uh, put on some garbage bags during the break, so. Yo. You're going to lose you're gonna lose that 10 pounds. Oh, we're going to lose it this show. But, I mean, Drew walks in here with, like, a cookie. <laughs> Justin just comes in here talking about, I got to I gotta drop the 10. And Drew just decides to torture you just bringing cookies. Yeah, I mean, and, like, not just one. Like two or three. Where'd you get those cookies from, Drew? The kitchen. Yeah. <sighs> Not sharing with the. Oh, are they so just cookies? And yeah, the community cookies. Go on and get one during the break. Cookies out there. Wait, wait, you said community cookies? Yeah. Why did you say it like that? Well, I was trying to. I was trying to test your discipline. Yeah. Hey, first of all, there's our guy Raj. He's got the three on. There hey! you go. There you go with the three. Let's go. Let's go. What you got? What? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's cooking oh, up some. Give him two seconds. Like, wait. What? 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 Our guy Raj, he loves Russ. Come on, ah, Russ. We want oh, Russ. We oh, want Russ to work. He's coming out, back man. for more, by the way. Well, hopefully he doesn't come back with some cookies. Russ, <laughs> right, country, let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> the hat. Where'd you get the hat from? Where'd you get the hat from? Where's Where's the hat coming from, Raj? 
You know, it doesn't matter where it was purchased. It just matters what's on it. It says in it, dangerous. Uh, dangerous. Did you buy it or did you get it for free? I bought it. Okay. Did you go to Concourse C in order to buy it? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I didn't. In fact, Richie was with me. I don't know if Richie's in. Richie was with me when I bought it. Is that new? Here, let me see that. No. It says on the inside of it where I bought it. Oh, okay. By the way, oh, this is I radio, so those that don't know, I am rocking my Russell Wilson three brand orange and blue hat yep. with my Russell Wilson jersey yep. and my Russell Wilson lanyard All right. to celebrate the beginning of his first MVP season. What do you want to see tonight? What? Give me a line. A line that makes sense. A line that's just like, hey, that's cool. We're, we're good. Seven of eight. Okay, four. A tutty, in the words of Zach By. Yes, no a, picks. a tutty. What, uh, how many yards? Are, like, are we dink and dunking or are we getting the ball dink down and, the field? Dinking and dunking, probably, because I, I want to save the moon ball for Vegas opening night. All right, seven of eight for with a tutty, no picks, no picks, no interceptions. Like, yeah, like, like, like I don't know, like sixty-eight yards passing. or okay. something Okay, like all right, all, all right. right. And who's getting most of the yards? Corlin. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Dude, all right. You ready? You ready? Let's ride, fellas. You ready? Let's, let's ride or let's roll. I still like let's ride. It's go Broncos right now. Yeah, I know. That's just so generic. He dropped it. He did drop it. It's go. Do you remember Broncos. GB two? Do you remember uh, who had GB2? Tebow. That was Tebow. Yeah, God, God bless. Go God. Broncos. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. That's awesome. Ooh, Russ better not do terrible today. He's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. It's, um, he's going, I'll, I'll be shocked. Seven of eight. I think eight's a good number. I, I was like, uh. Yeah, that's that's pretty good because because they said fifteen to eighteen plays. We're gonna run the ball a little bit too, right? Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get if 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 it's fifteen plays. I mean that's eight runs, eight throws. Mm-hmm. I know that's sixteen, not fifteen. I went to Syracuse. Math is great, but you get eight throws, five of eight. Even five of eight would be all right as long as you're moving the ball a little bit and you can run the ball ten. So how often out of those eight passing attempts would you say he gets outside the pocket? I'm talking about plays that are called for him to roll out the pocket. Maybe uh, out of eight, two. I can see that. Because what they've been doing, at least in camp, is it's a it's a lot of smart, easy to read. Mm-hmm. Let's move the ball, short of passes, and hopefully those dinks and dunks set up play action. And on you saw it last night with Drew Locke. It works. Play action still works mm-hmm. after all these years. And that's when you can drop back a little bit and, you know, get it down the field. You got to see Corlin Sutton these days. Dude. I heard he's back. Dude. Like, I heard he's like 2019 Corlin Dude. Sutton. I mean, I don't, I don't think he's ever been in this shape. Really? I think this is 2023 Corlin Sutton is just like new Corlin Sutton. So is this just the time he needed to fully recover from the ACL? Or is this something more than that? Well, what he said was... Doing the same thing over and over again, the uh, definition of insanity. So I think he had, he was training a certain way Mm -hmm. with a certain group of people, and it just wasn't, I don't know, man, it just wasn't working. So I think he just redid everything. Mm -hmm. So he got, I think he might have lost weight, but he gained muscle. Okay. He got, his, his arms are huge. He is just more physical. He's more explosive. He's more everything. So I don't think we've ever seen this version of Cortland Sutton. He's got more escapability. 
He used to not create a lot of separation. He's doing a better job at that. Okay. I think this is just a brand new superhero. I'm really pumping him up, I guess, but he has impressed me so much. So if Corlin Sutton is that guy, if he plays throughout the season and he's the guy that I mean you're talking about right now, then what, what should his numbers be? He's for, already made a Pro Bowl. For the year? For the year. Because then if he's that type of guy, you realize what defenses will do. They will naturally roll over to him. Well, so now he'll get good luck. two guys on him. But then that opens up Jerry Judy, for example. Yeah, Jerry, I think Jerry needs to be a little bit more open to to have his game work. And his game is, is route running and creating separation. He's really, really good at that. And he's super talented, too. Mm-hmm. I think Cortland's about to catch the ball in any circumstance, whether guys are on him or not. Um whether it's it's just a short pass, whether it's intermediary, down the middle, over the top. I think he is poised to basically do it all. It's crazy on the surface how good Cortland Sutton could be this year. It, it's insane. And it's it just a, a matter of Russell just sort of trusting it and, and you know, being okay if there's an interception or two. Right, right. Um, and I'm I'm all right with that, too. I mean, nobody's perfect. You know, you're going to throw picks to take certain chances. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to take chances that you don't have to take. Right. Depending on what the defense is giving you. So, so is, I'm a big fan of what are the numbers. I think he's poised for, I'll say, 90 catches for 1,100 yards. Something like that. Seven touchdowns. Seven, eight touchdowns. That would be great. That would be awesome. That would be great. <laughs> Much more than the Broncos have had in a while. I think a huge year. I, I think, it, barring any kind of injury, I think it's the best year of his career. Would you say he's Demarius Thomas type of guy then? I know DT just had, like, really, really good speed. Well, he's getting closer, I mean, in terms of, because DT was really strong, too. Right. I mean, D, DT was yoked up, super strong. Had an attitude, man. Like, nicest guy in the world had an attitude out there, though. I mean, maybe. I mean, uh, let's hope. I'm I'm just trying to think because, you know, the signature play with DT was just throw it out to him and just let him go. Right. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I I wasn't really thinking of that for Cortland until the past couple of days. Mm -hmm. But he just – so Russell has been getting better and better, right? Well, I mean, for Russell to be better, well, somebody has to be catching the football too. Somebody has to get those jump balls. And it's been Cortland Sutton time after time and then Jerry Judy – they love Adam Troutman, this mm-hmm. new tight end who can do it all. Uh, and then, you know, this, this secret weapon guy is, is um, oh, my God, I'm forgetting the names. I got it. I got it. I got it. Is Michael Burton, the fullback, who um, you're bigger than Michael Burton right now. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> well, maybe you're not. No, maybe that, that's wrong. That's I don't wrong. know, that's man. Wrong. I don't know. That's wrong. Carried a little bit. Well, geez, I, I don't want to put you on the spot. If I tell you what Michael Burton is, you know. All right, you say the weight. I'll go. I'll tell you. You're definitely taller. Because how tall are you? You got to be 6'2". Six, six two, six two. Yeah, you're way taller yeah, yeah, than him. Yeah, yeah. He goes 242. Uh. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Got some work to do. Got, got some work got to do. Got some work to do. Yeah. yeah. Might be on the treadmill tonight. And he, tomorrow. He, he, he's not going to have a hard time keeping up with your four-year-old either. No, no, he won't. He's no, going to be good on yeah, that. He'll be able to track him down. Hey, Justin, you do um, news and sports mm-hmm, for, mm-hmm. for Channel 4. Yeah. Um, this, what you're seeing out in uh, Lahaina, 
in uh, Hawaii's. Have you ever been out to Hawaii? I have. I've been out to Hawaii. You've been to Maui? Um, have yeah. you been to Lahaia? Yeah, I was there. I've been uh, been there twice. I've been out to uh, Lahaia, but I've been there uh, to Hawaii twice. I've been to Hawaii twice myself, mm-hmm. and um, we went the first time, and we just didn't know what we were getting into, and we kind of bopped around to a few different islands. Mm-hmm. When we went back the second time, we were like, we don't have to think about it. We're going to Maui. And we're going to be, I think we were in Kanapali, and, which is right down the road from Lahaina. Because we, we had been to Lahaina before, and we just knew, like, oh, my God, this is, this is, just, this is just such a cool place. Yeah. It is, it's a little touristy, front street, but it was so much fun and relaxed. And we had a, an amazing um, luau, like an old traditional luau, that sort of thing. Yeah. And my memories of, of that time in my life and going there, we went for, there for our wedding and our 10-year wedding anniversary. And to see what's going on now is I, I, I don't even know what to say. This yeah. is terrifying. It is horrific. Um, and I just go back in my memory bank of just how amazing that place really was. And I can't believe what I'm watching. Yeah, it reminds me so much of covering the Marshall Fire. And oh. You, well, one thing. I, I had a story that I did for Channel 4 where I had to cover speaking to people the day after their homes were burnt down. Mm. So to do that, um, my heart. I can't even imagine. I mean, it, it was extremely tough. So tough. Well, Bonneville, our company, has launched a, a fundraiser for to help the people of Maui. So you can go to denversports.com. And at the top of the page, you'll see a link to the Bonneville Maui Strong Fire Relief Fund. 100% of the donations will go to the Hawaii Community Foundation serving Maui. It's Bonneville Maui Strong Fire Relief Fund at denversports.com. I would urge you to consider a donation while you're um, at our website. Okay, big story of the day. The Broncos kick things off. Here we go. Countdown to kickoff. We're five hours away. It's right around the corner. This is the drive of the fan.